Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, and we love to tell every kind of story here, from art to sports to business, and of course, history, and we do it this day in history every day, and we love books, and we've done David McCullough and the Wright Brothers, and we've done that great, great book about Mark Twain's last an epic tour in his life to, well, get some money back because he'd been broke from so many adventures and misadventures in the stock market and in business. And a book review caught our attention in the Wall Street Journal, and the title was The Franklin House Divided. And here's how it started. On the 4th of July, 1776, Benjamin Franklin was in Philadelphia, having helped to draft the Declaration of Independence while his son, 
the governor of New Jersey was under arrest in Connecticut, having been branded an enemy of his country for persisting in his royal duties and opposing the revolution. In less than a year, William Franklin would be taken to the notorious Litchfield Gowl, a destination for, among others, traitors who had abused their privileges in lighter incarceration. And that led us to the guest that joins us now. The book review was for The Loyal Son, The War in Ben Franklin's House, and Daniel Mark Epstein joins us now. Thanks for joining us, Daniel. It's a pleasure to be with you. And Daniel, tell us, what drew you to this book? Well, I was always interested in Benjamin Franklin from the time I was a kid, you know, as being one of the most versatile Americans, a man who was a great inventor, uh, and probably the, the the first great scientist in terms of uh, electricity, and of course everybody knows the story about Ben flying the kite. And I remember seeing the woodcut of, uh, of Benjamin Franklin flying the kite with his little boy, and I wondered what would it be like to have Benjamin Franklin as a father? I mean, a man who was not only a great inventor, but um, created the militia, in Pennsylvania in order to defend the frontier against the Indians and then you know created the first postal system in Pennsylvania and the University of Pennsylvania and then of course became um, one of the greatest American patriots during the revolution what would it be like to be that man's son uh, and then of course I found out that um, Benjamin Franklin's only son was um, illegitimate a bastard but that uh, he was raised just as if he had been a legitimate son. And the two of them were partners in politics and in military affairs and uh, later in diplomacy. Um, so it was an extraordinary father-son relationship. And the fact that they went different ways during the Revolution and that William Franklin um, became the governor, the royal governor of New Jersey, while his father, of course, was the greatest patriot, uh, drove them apart, and I thought, what a tragedy, and what a great story. So I actually wrote a poem about this in the 1990s. And do you have that poem? Do I have it with me right now? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean, it's, it was published long ago, and as often happens, because I, I was a, a poet before I became a biographer, several of my uh, poems have been transformed into these larger and more complete biographies. And well, a good case of that. And that's how it really stuck with you. I mean, it went from poetry to, to, uh, to nonfiction. And in the end, poetry is, is storytelling as well. And, uh, and that's what you're doing here. Talk to the, the listeners, because a lot of people don't know this about American history. This was no duck walk for ordinary Americans. It split families. It split fathers and sons. Some people were with the revolutionaries and the, and the patriots. Some were with the, with, the, with the crown. And some were just hiding under the table, hoping it would pass. How did this basically split up, particularly in the area where Franklin lived in Pennsylvania? Of course, the numbers changed. But at the beginning, uh, the majority of the people were against the revolution. And in fact... Uh, Benjamin Franklin and his son, in their works of diplomacy um, in England, tried to prevent the revolution. It was only after the British uh, government became more and more oppressive and they sent troops to Boston um, that Benjamin Franklin finally became a patriot fairly late in the game, around 1775. Uh, so they both resisted the revolution. 
As far as the numbers are concerned, by 1776, um, I would say a third of the American people were for the revolution, a third were against it, and the other third were just trying to blow with the wind and try to, you know, try to um, try to keep out of trouble. And talk about now, and just briefly, we'll we'll open up the open up the lid on the next segment about this father son conflict, but. Were there, were there battles out in the streets? Was this quiet? Was this simmering? What was the what was the climate like for folks day to day? Obviously, Franklin had a, had something to do with newspapers as well. Talk about what it felt like then, because today all we hear about is my goodness, the climate today in America. It's just so hard. But my goodness, we have seen much tougher times in this country. Well, um, just as an example, um, during the the passing of the Stamp Act. Uh, there were riots in the streets in uh, in Boston and Philadelphia, and by 1775, um, there was really open warfare in the streets of many cities um, over the um, over the tax, uh, the ver- various tax collectors, people protecting them, people attacking them, and uh, by 1776, there were these provincial uh, committees of safety who would um, actually hold individuals uh, accountable if they said anything that uh, that seemed to be threatening to the um, movement for independence. And this was the point where Governor Franklin, you know, as the last royal governor of New Jersey, was defending, uh, defending the loyalists, the people who protected the crown. So it really was, uh, it was a revolution in, I mean, it was a uh, civil war in the streets of the major cities uh, all over all over America. Indeed, it was our first civil war. I mean, that's what I got from the book. I mean, we had one before we had one. This is that's Lee right. Habib, and this is Daniel Mark Epstein and his terrific book, The Loyal Son, The War in Ben Franklin's House. More after these messages. Habib here, the host of Our American Stories. Every day on this show, we're bringing inspiring stories from across this great country. Stories from our big cities and small towns. But we truly can't do this show without you. Our stories are free to listen to, but they're not free to make. If you love what you hear, go to OurAmericanStories.com and click the donate button. Give a little, give a lot. Go to OurAmericanStories.com and give. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, big ones and small ones. If we keep them bottled up, Boy, that can be a real problem. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know people who've profoundly benefited from therapy, learning everything from coping skills to setting boundaries in their life. You don't have to have experienced major trauma to benefit from therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's safe. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash OAS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash OAS. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash O-A-S. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, and we return with the author Daniel Mark Epstein and the book The Loyal Son, The War in Ben Franklin's House. Now, we had talked about briefly, Daniel, uh, what Ben Franklin was like and his remarkable contributions to this country. There were very few men with his biography, maybe no American with his biography. And let's talk about that son. You said he was a bastard child. Talk about his life and how he got from being Ben Franklin's son to the governor of a state. And there weren't that many states back then. 
Well, he was, um, William Franklin was an extraordinary young man in his own right. Uh, people talk about Ben Franklin as being precocious as a businessman and a printer and a politician. Uh, but his son also was extraordinary. Um, his son wanted a military career, and so he went off and, and joined, uh, joined the King's Army at age 15. And by the time he was 18 years old, he was a captain, which was the highest rank you could attain in America without uh, paying for it. And um, at that point, he retired from the Army, and uh, his father got him a really good tutor, and he started studying law. And then he worked for his father um, in the um, legislature, in the Assembly of Pennsylvania, so he got this political career. And then when his father got the job to go off to England as the agent for the Assembly of Pennsylvania, representing the, the assembly against the proprietors who refused to be taxed, his son went with him. And in England, his son rose very quickly. Uh, he went to the bar uh, and got his law, his law degree in his mid-20s, and shortly after that uh, was appointed to be the governor of New Jersey. So at that point in his life, he was in his late 20s. Uh, his father was uh, 50 in his mid-50s. He was even more powerful in the, uh, in the government than his father was. So he had an extraordinary career. And so let's get down to this conflict. I mean, by the time we get to the Stamp Act, as we had indicated before, um, the, the country was in pretty much open rebellion and a civil war was brewing. And William took a stand and Ben took a stand. And talk about uh, their final meeting in particular was remarkable. But before we get to that, build up to that if we can set up that, I, I think, almost just tragic scene between a father and son. Well, it's really extraordinary the extent to which the two men were living in different worlds, because um, by 1775, two years before the actual uh, Declaration of Independence, uh, William had been living in America. He was the governor of New Jersey, and he'd been the governor of New Jersey for more than a decade, uh, and trying to represent the king's interests in America and trying to prevent this revolution, which he knew would be a disaster. And a lot of people, even Benjamin Franklin up until 1775, felt it would be a big mistake for America to separate from the mother country. Meanwhile, his father is in England, and his father is still working on behalf of the colonies, representing the colonies' interests in, uh, in England uh, against Parliament, and he's seeing more and more corruption in, uh, in England, and uh, in the meantime, the, 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 the English government is sending troops to Boston and the rest of America in order to enforce these uh, taxation laws, and he's growing more and more bitter against the, uh, the English government, so that the two of them were living in different worlds. And when it finally came down to the uh, 1776 and the Declaration of Independence, uh, William was thoroughly on the side of the king and the crown, and his father at that point was a confirmed American patriot and revolutionary. So they just went different ways. Even before that, I think there was a certain amount of jealousy between father and son, as sometimes happens, tragically. Um, And um, his dad, I think, was a, a little bit jealous of William. So let's talk next about this father and son. They're at loggerheads. What happens to William next as he takes his stand? The country is moving to war. It's clearly ready for war. 
William is not. Well, first of all, his father came home in time to try to talk his son over to the the side that he believed would be safest, uh, that is, the side of the revolutionaries. And the two had some very, very stormy confrontations um, in Pennsylvania and in New Jersey, uh, where where, uh, his father visited him, and he did everything he could to try to get him to come over to the side of the revolutionaries, because that was his side and the family's side, and William refused. And William uh, ended up being the last, um, the last royal governor to do the king's business in America, uh, stubbornly refused to leave the governor's mansion, and had to be taken away bodily, and was put into the worst prison in America, the Litchfield, Litchfield Jail, where he was in solitary confinement uh, with bread and water for 18 months. Uh, and suffered terribly during that time. Um, he finally was released in a prisoner's exchange, but his father had very little to do with that, and eventually went back to England. And this had to really hurt Ben Franklin. I mean, A, it's his son, and no matter what kind of jealousies might have existed, to watch this befall, this kind of plight befall your son, had to be difficult. Moreover, he's a very public figure, and it wasn't as if his son was some wallflower. He was a governor who was now in jail. How did he handle that? Well, Franklin said nothing had ever hurt him so bad in his entire life, and you have to believe that. And there was a lot of public criticism of him for not, uh, for not helping his son out. But remember, he was the minister plenipotentiary to France and could not be seen as being in collusion with, uh, you know, with a Tory. And so he was in a horrible, it's really a tragic situation, uh, which really is kind of like the, um, uh, the Revolutionary War in microcosm. And do you think he really understood his son's hardship? I don't. No, I don't really think. I think the, the part of the tragedy of the book and what I finally end up saying in the end is that these were two men who could never reconcile although the son wanted to, William wanted to more than his father did, they could never reconcile because they, they just did not understand each other. And these were two very intelligent men. So it shows you just how extreme uh, this break between father and son can be when it happens. Yep. And, and in the end, the, the father didn't understand the son, but the son didn't understand the dad either. I don't think so. I don't. Part of the what, what we haven't spoken about is that at the end of the war, William became a counter-revolutionary, a violent counter-revolutionary, and uh, this his father could not, could not ever forgive. Yeah, and that's, and that's something we, we still live with. I mean, let's, let's face it, this book just reminds me of now. Um, in large respect. These are struggles that are going on in America continually. The first civil war, this revolutionary war, the real civil war. There have been epic fights in this country, and it splits families, and it splits friendships. And what's a takeaway for readers to entice them here? What's one thing you would want them to walk away with as we take the past and try and connect it to the present? Well, whenever there's a huge gap between the rich and the poor, uh, this is a place where demigods demagogues can enter in and, um, and cause incredible amounts of mischief. And there's a way to look at the, at the Revolutionary War that way. Um, the taxation um, during the 1760s and 1770s uh, created a bigger disparity between rich and, more, rich and poor. And 
um, a lot of the people who led the revolution, they weren't your Washingtons and Jeffersons. They were, a lot of them were demagogues um, and whose names have been forgotten and, and, and rightfully forgotten. Um, so there, there are definite parallels between um, the 1770s uh, and the present. Well, that's a great book, a great read. We urge folks to read it. The Loyal Son, the author is Daniel Mark Epstein, and the story is The War in Ben Franklin's House. Read it, and we're going to post this on our website. And Daniel, thank you, thank you so much for writing the book, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. It was a pleasure. You bet. This is Lee Habib. This is Our American Stories, Ben Franklin's story, his son's story. More after these messages. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.